Hi everyone, it's Liu in Boston. It's Lila in Shanghai, and this is the Gentle Project. The Gentle Project is a podcast series to share and define new possibles in new normal. We want to find inspirations from ordinary people's extraordinary stories that empower us to grow during this pandemic. On each episode of the Gentle Project, we'll be having a candid conversation with our guests on gentleness, hopefulness, and creative resilience. Subscribe to us on iTunes or whenever you got your podcast. Looking forward to connecting with you along this gentle journey. My journey with healing and self-discovery, and even as I continue to develop myself and to discover things, it is an unfoldment, and it is in a very gentle way. No wonder you're feeling mentally messed. I mean, you're not even true to yourself. You're not identifying with who you really are. You're identifying with these external factors, which really, at the end of the day, you have to judge who you are. That isn't who you are, right? It's really about coming home, coming home to ourselves, and and really just taking the time to eliminate the distractions. Hello, it's Lila speaking from Shanghai. Hope you're well and safe, and maybe feel the same spring vibes. As we start taking interviews on season two about mindful living, we also started to see the beautiful and subtle connections between our guests. If you had a chance to listen to the pilot episode with Ashley Maggie, you may remember the chapter where she openly talked about her struggle with fears since her high school years. With Andrea Kelly, the falling guest in our episode two, she happened to have just released the book that she co-authored called Fearless. Throughout her journey finding new possibilities, getting over her fears to fat and eating disorder has been a huge deal breaker. We discussed a range of things, given Andrea is such a multi-passionate character, from fears, self-identity, technology-inspired new normals, being a newer mom in the pandemic, health and wellness, and of course her personal advice on building a mindful living. By the way, totally by chance, I recorded the session with Andrea on International Women's Day. So, if you are one of the listeners who really loved this episode, you will find out the hidden track in the end. Now, let's welcome Andrea. My name is Andrea Kelly, and I'm over in beautiful Kelowna, British Columbia, Canada. It's absolutely gorgeous, yeah. as you can see, Lila.、Um, a little bit about myself: it's I'm a very diverse, multi-passionate person. So, my background is actually in real estate. My degree is in human resources management, and Minor in marketing, so that's my educational background. But then I went into real estate, real estate sales.、Uh, it, now things have unfolded where I'm going to start to dive more into the development、mm-hmm. um, side of things. So、mm-hmm. on top of that, I'm just absolutely passionate about self development. So I have、uh, a blog, yourbestbeing.com,、mm-hmm. and it's very diary style,、um, which is great for. The readers that come, if they're looking to really get to know, really something intimate. Actually, I have a copy of my book here, Fearless. Already,、oh, <laughs> I just happen to have some books here, <laughs> very casually placed、um, for International Women's Day. So, I mean, happy, happy International Women's Day. Perfect timing, isn't it?、Yeah. <laughs> so, when did you actually start your blogging? So, my blog, I started it in 2017, and it was at the latter part of my eating disorder recovery journey. So,、uh, so that's something personal about me, which I've now, you know, I've, I'm sharing it, and it's something I struggled silently with for over 20 years. I never really shared it, right? It was something very personal. I、mm-hmm. kept it like double life, 
living a double life, right? Mm -hmm. But, you know, as I moved forward in life and now I'm a mother. And so I really spent a lot of time wellness, self-development, self-improvement. But essentially, I was able to let go of the eating disorder. Mm-hmm. And and so, yeah, I, I decided to share my journey in, in a book. Fearless is all about, um, it's about transforming fear. So transforming fear into courage, into strength. Um, what I love about this, it's a collection of like short stories. Mm-hmm. So um, you can see all the women on the back here. Um, mm-hmm. so- co-authored so each chapter has a story a personal account women a woman has shared about their journey whether it gives tips and tricks we have like women are talking about the imposter syndrome and fear of judgment and fear of abandonment and fear of self-love like there's so much in there just about fear that I don't want to speak specifically just to mine which is more on the side of eating disorder recovery and I mm-hmm. spoke about my fear of fat and um, really all that was I talk about how for my chapter it's fear was a teacher and actually mm-hmm. I can thank fear in many ways because it led me on this path of ironically my biggest passion which is self-development and wellness mm-hmm. and I really got into it because I was always trying to solve this mm-hmm. problem if you will of, of struggling with disordered eating Mm-hmm. which um, to be more specific was anorexia and then it turned into bulimia. And so I talk about going through that, but if people don't resonate with, with my story, that's okay because there's so many other amazing yeah. There's literally something for everyone. Fear isn't going to go away. I mean, this year, well, last year, the year before, brought up a lot of new fears, a lot mm-hmm. of overwhelming mm-hmm. fears financially, mm-hmm. um, physically, like with health and mm-hmm what's happening here right with this mm-hmm. pandemic so mm-hmm. uh, being very timely yeah there's definitely something for everybody many people feel that uh, insecurity in life you know not just uh, financially but also the entire future is blurred that also affects to our personal relationship and how we define ourselves identity that's also a very uh, hot topics uh been discussed recently you said the word identity and i think that it's Mm. very true we often identify i think Mm. that a lot of times like a lot of us identify with like what we do or we identify like where we're from Mm. you know what i mean but that isn't really truly the essence of who we are that is just Mm -hmm. an external factor it isn't really like the essence of who we are right Mm -hmm. i mean it doesn't matter what job you do or where you come from, you can mm-hmm. still have a passion for something, right? And yeah. I think that's really what totally. um, the message, what I'm trying to get across to people and my message is too. It's like, you know, no wonder you're feeling mentally messed. I mean, you're not even true to yourself. You're not identifying with who you really are. You're identifying with these external factors, which really at the end of the day, mm. you're using that to judge who you are that isn't who you are, right? Like many people, for many years, I didn't know who the heck I was really, right? Which is actually somebody who's passionate about, multi, multi-passionate, that's who mm. I am. So yeah, I'm just passionate about self-development, transformation. Mm. And also, Lila, I love how the in a gentle way, it has its mm. own unfoldment, it has its own rhythm. You know, oftentimes you just you're pushing and pushing mm-hmm. to get somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, my journey with healing and self-discovery and even as I continue to develop myself 
and to discover things. It is an unfoldment and it is in a very gentle way. So tell me more about your pandemic experience and what have been things you see significant change, either you changed it proactively or as a change you received in your in your life. Yeah, so I had Aria, my daughter, in 2019, October. Found out in 2020, uh, I think around January, mm-hmm. the World Health Organization, I remember hearing something about it, but it didn't officially come to mm. Canada, per se, mm-hmm. and yeah. got serious around March. I believe yeah. it was around March. So um, <laughs> all I have to say is probably the best time to be a new mother. I'm not kidding. In many ways, you could think, well, no. But actually, for me, it, I, it was the best time for pandemic to hit if it had to hit because I was already, my life was already shook it up. Why not just throw in a pandemic? My life is already all over the place with this new baby. So I'm already trying to adjust. You made it easier to adjust in a way, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Not to say it was scary as well because you're hearing a lot on the news. Yeah. You're seeing the news. Um, you don't know what's going on. You have a new baby. There's a lot of fear. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the fear came in and I, I had to actually make a choice to just stop watching the news. Um, very aware that there was still a pandemic out there and the Mm -hmm. protocols that I needed to follow. Mm -hmm. But I made a conscious choice to not overly inundate myself with all of the bad news Mm -hmm. because I felt like it was everywhere. So that was a major change uh, for me because I thought, all I'm hearing is the same thing and it's negative and it's creating a lot of fear and I'm feeling a lot of anxiety and it's Mm -hmm. really awful. Mm -hmm. I made a conscious effort to actually just decrease my screen time to like Mm -hmm. Um, and then of course I came back on but like I said I was just a lot more mindful for example I don't really watch the news but Mm -hmm. I would always keep up to current events globally I just it's something I enjoy but Mm -hmm. I decide to not not watch as much you know just not to be ignorant but I did it because it was the same news Mm -hmm. right it was Mm -hmm. the same news and so um, I knew what was going on and then uh, my lifestyle with a newborn as a newer mother Mm -hmm. I had to there was an adjustment with that Mm-hmm. And also, I was writing Fearless. Real estate took a little bit of a halt for me. I mean, mm-hmm. I wasn't on any project, so that was okay. It was a lot of at-home time. Mm-hmm. And then my partner, he ended up working from home. So mm-hmm. it was a lot of everybody at-home time. But even just even going out without fear, mm-hmm. lost that for a bit. There was a lot mm-hmm. of fear surrounding, oh, I have to go out and I have to go out with my baby. Definitely now, fast forwarding to 2021, the fear has definitely decreased right. Right. I'm obviously um, responsible mm-hmm. and technology right now is really inspiring me you know and the all the everything that we could do really from the comfort of our home if we really mm-hmm. wanted to yeah just I'm really getting inspired by technologies I'm really starting to notice just how important technology is mm-hmm. um, and in some ways it's almost uh one part of me is almost like, ooh, it's a little scary. Just how rapidly technology is advancing, especially when it comes to AI, 
and those sorts of things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The way I actually discovered to balance, rebalance this technology and the more analog creative life is to have this intimacy through a more in-depth communication with people you wanted to get in touch. So in that way, we communicate on this virtual platform, but we exchange a lot of like energy and emotions. Like quality over quantity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and then I feel like even after this uh, conversation, we consume a lot and we try to uh, share a lot. We, We probably don't necessarily have to, but we got inspired and we, we sort of like recharge ourselves in a, in a different way because you talk to a totally different person outside your daily life. So that's a, like something I see as a new possible in this technology inspired, you know, uh, communication because I feel like a lot of people actually have that stress from digital media and social media in the past couple of years because it's, it's developed so rapidly, uh, more than human beings develop ourselves, you know? <laughs> it has, totally. So what do you see after this? I think it really, my life is, besides being a mother, my life truly is designed, it's, it's real estate, self-development, and wellness. Mm-hmm. And health. Like it's holistic, but it's also very, I try to keep things simplified. There's a lot of inspiration in nature and just my own inner, I mean, I'm, I would consider myself to be spiritual. For me, truth, beauty, inner knowingness, even just thinking about what is beyond us always brings me with, or what's the point of all this? That is something I'm not, I don't, guess I, I nobody can say they know for sure at this point but it's something that I like to ponder and um, I just strive to be the best version of myself and keep things simple so I, I strive to be a really the best mom to my daughter and just to support her in her journey her soul's journey mm-hmm. whatever that will be and um, yeah creativity with real estate endeavors, I think I'll start to throw my creativity a, a little bit more into, well, a lot more into your new what's going to be happening with with that. So it's definitely, you know, perhaps. But at the same time, um, making quality relationships, like you said, mm. and, and just really connecting with people on a very deeper level, I think is what I strive for. My intention is to just have things um, simple, but very quality. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. That's mm-hmm. really where I strive for in my life. And then health. I really put health as a top priority. Mm. Health and wellness, um, both physically and but also mentally. Mm. And just continuing to um, forge amazing connections such as this connection today. Mm. Um, I used to have so many goals and I used to be so structured and it had to be like this and it had to be like that. But I think one thing that the pandemic has taught me is I don't need to be so fixed on how it has to be. And I think I'm a lot more um, going with with yourself as well. Letting things unfold and ultimately Mm. as long as I can maintain good quality of health and same with my daughter, right? Uh, I think, yeah, I think that's pretty much, I mean, everything else would be a bonus too, right? Like at this point. Mm. 
Yeah, and, and personally, yeah, just expanding my blog and we'll see where it goes, right? Like just continuing to go down the path that's true to my heart and soul, which is self-development, wellness, personal transformation. So this whole second season is about this wonderful living, right? So just maybe give some simple tips what you have learned to better manage our daily routine or try to stay healthy mentally you know anything you wanted to share how to simplify our life maybe from your personal experience it's really about coming home coming home to ourselves mm. and, and really just taking the time to eliminate the distractions because nowadays we are inundated with distractions from marketing like social media it's like we're all getting marketed to and even youtube you know it's there's just so much distraction but i think that um many of us um have lost a piece of ourselves and we don't feel at home and so there's that sense of just it's just not quite right it's possible to no matter what's circumstantially going on i think it's possible to still feel a sense of joy now it might not be like 24 to 7 but just enough joy that's adequate to kind of feel like okay like life is worth living i mean we should always feel like life is good yeah right mm. um and that just takes time with self and um honestly mindfulness meditation and as i say this i'm thinking yeah i could really you know here i am preaching i haven't <laughs> been meditating i do and i've done a ton of it but i really haven't been lately um i do I do intend to go back into the groove of things that that when I was doing that that really made me feel um enhanced mm. and uh, so just connection with ourselves connection I don't know how many listeners are are spiritual believe in spirit but connection is spirit spending a moment I think my biggest tip is just allowing yourself to at least spend like 10 minutes every day mm. just 10 minutes really mm. to just work on that connection yeah. and then that coupled with like setting an intention so I always mm. like go I go into each year, like I said, like I set intention. So the highlight is helpful. Cool. cool. Well done. <laughs> well, so nice to meet you. Thank you yeah. so much. Great conversation to start my energy day. Early in the yeah. morning. <laughs> Thank you so much. Bye. Enjoy your dinner. Bye. 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 Have a good day. That's the fearless Andrea Kelly. We all have fears coming from internal and external factors. Because of the complexity, we rarely speak up and share. I feel so grateful about the opportunities to connect with our guests, diving into their fears, and exploring how gentleness has been part of their journey to the brighter side. Really, it's through the in-depth conversations with our storytellers like Andrea, I always feel connected and enhanced to also grow wiser in my self-exploration. How about you? Hope you'll find their stories inspiring and empowering or simply enjoying a gentler moment any time of your day. Until next time, this is Lila at The Gentle Project. I don't know about you, Lila. I, it's a hard time sometimes asking for help. Mm. Or being like, do you know what I mean? Or yeah. saying, this is what I need. Mm. I've had to work on that. Yeah. So I think that's a large part of organizing our time wisely and also mm. understanding, mm-hmm. like, not only do we give, Mm-hmm. so much but we can be open to receiving so also yeah. working on receiving help true true whoever or yeah. asking being okay i mean it doesn't make us less than it just yeah. means 
Yeah, whether I'm, it's with I'm learning that actually. <laughs> learning that because I'm, I'm very hard to to say no, and I I try to solve problems uh, all by myself. So actually, one of the ex boyfriend, he was he, he he said like, I feel like you don't you don't actually need me. You know, you are your own. <laughs> like you are your own, but you just sometimes need someone to share a little bit. You know, but not entirely who you are, but just. You know, chit chat. You know, it's it's more as a friendship. Men hope you can rely on them, and, and they can you know solve the problem. They can be more as a stronger partner. You know, in your life, <laughs> it's different. Yeah, <laughs> interesting. I love that. You know, this beginning talk on this uh, women men. <laughs> yeah, we just dive right in. It's International Women's Day, so yeah. It's so true. And you know, I think like, um, oh, I mean, I swear we could even have another conversation just about, just about that, right? (laughs) Deep diving and yeah. (laughs) Exactly.